I'm like a bird, I only fly away. I don't know where my home is. I don't know where my no soul is. <laughs> I got those mixed up, but it's fine. Welcome to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment with Seth and Brad. Ah, that's that's you and me, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> you messed up my rhythm, so thanks. You're welcome. That was the whole point. That was the goal. <laughs> I wanted to catch you off a little bit. Oh, thanks. It's fun to mess with you. This is um this is a very sophisticated episode today that we've got going on, isn't it? Yes. And why is that? Well, this is the first day where we got the arm for one of the mics to work. Ah. And then Brad is also holding a windscreen <laughs> in front of his mic that to stop him from breathing into it. That is a little um, behind the scenes um, idea that we're sharing. I didn't mean that. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, I am wearing a turtleneck. Oh, and it looks fantastic. I'm by wearing the way. a turtleneck and some black jeans and some. Uh, black men's loafers and we're just we're doing a real sophisticated type of episode today meanwhile i'm wearing a don't do drug shirt with the devil on it yes very different moods those are great i love those love this shirt i got on black friday hell of a find (laughs) um no it's not it's like the same episode that we always do which is crazy and off point which is great yes um but (laughs) i uh like i had I had so many reasons to get these clothes, but none of them are like good reasons. <laughs> no, one it, for the turtleneck, it's a good reason. I um, because it's it's getting to be colder, and I realize all of my winter wear is just jackets. Like it's actually just t-shirts and jackets. You did choose the day where it's seventy-two degrees outside to wear the sweater. Though. I know it's December and it's it's kind of hot out. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because it's been like. 30 degrees the past like two weeks i know global warming it's crazy but um and then the loafers (laughs) the main reason for the loafers is i've been watching my hero academia and there's like a fight where i'm gonna i'm gonna talk like you've seen the show even though you haven't because i'm sure people listening have there's like a fight where bakugo is just in like a black tank top black joggers and some black loafers and Man, is it a look. It looks great. And I was like, I want shoes like those. He's his arch rival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. You really need to watch it, man. It's on my list. I, I'm slowly but surely getting through Cowboy Bebop. Yes, you are. That you're, is the goal right now. You're on what, 17? I think I'm 19. Nice. You are very slowly very slow. but surely. Well, I'm going to be honest. I um, We're going to do what, what I've been tasting, watching, and yeah. listening to early here. Um, I have been... I bought... Uh, brilliant diamond for the switch so i've been putting a lot of hours into that pokemon Pokemon game i didn't know what that was at first (laughs) i I can't i can't play any of the new ones it's so good it looks it's just animal crossing but pokemon (laughs) i'm in love with it i can't handle the graphics i'm too old school on the graphics i want the pixels and i want the like i i feel like soul silver is perfection for the pokemon game you're 100 percent correct and like that, it, they never should have like tried to get better than that. Which starter did you pick? First time, Chikorita. Brad, we are best friends. <laughs> First time, Chikorita, and then most of the playthroughs. Though I did go with Cyndaquil because he was like it was easier with him. Yeah. But when every like so often, if I felt nostalgic, I'd go back to Chikorita. 
because I was like, oh, Chikorita. You just can't find a lot of good grass types in Johto. Yeah. That's why I always picked her. I'm also a grass person, personally. But my favorite Pokemon is Piplup. That's who I picked in Brilliant Diamond. Piplup's the best, man. Freaking powerhouse, bro. He's great. Severely underrated. He's so crazy. Is he underrated? I yes, feel like he's quite low. everyone picks Chimchar. He's cute. Everyone thinks he's cute, but everyone thinks Chimchar's Is that why I feel Chimchar's like everyone just always picks the fire type? Yeah, because it's also fire and fighting. Yeah. But Piplup's steel, too. Oh, P- Piplup is awesome because, like, he's adorable. Right. And then he goes through, like, a weird little teenage phase, which we all did. But then, just a emperor, like, warrior, dude. Like, he's so badass. And Empyreon? Empoleon. Empoleon. Like, Empoleon, he's so awesome and cool. I love Piplup, man. I am. I named mine Poseidon. Nice. Because he looks like a king. I think I named... Um, what, who did I name? I named one water Pokemon Arthur one time solely because of Aquaman. That's fair. So I was just like, you're Arthur. <laughs> um, so we've got, we've got some news, and then we also don't have some news. I'm just going to mostly talk about the Disney Plus Day stuff that happened. Okay, that's fine. I want to talk about um, Spider-Man's new contract that got released yeah we're gonna we're gonna get some, into i got that. some facts just to speak about that one yes but let's get into some newer stuff some more interesting stuff you suggested this episode we talk about spider-man more and i was like i'm tired of talking about spider-man i'm not i want to talk about i want to hear your ranking on here list i think it'd be very interesting oh, we're gonna disagree. Right. you wanted to just do like ranking all the spider-man yeah, i don't want to talk I about care. i don't want to talk about the new stuff coming i want to talk about the old stuff that we love and enjoy i don't care i've talked about it enough to be honest but um yeah so for the di- what did you see all the stuff for the disney plus day most of it there's the she hulk yes, uh, teaser that, that and was, there was great um, a moon i loved Knight it. one right moon Knight teaser as well um i think those look great i'm i'm most excited for she hulk of like what they released well and she like works with the hulk and he's no longer professor hulk which i'm very excited for well he is professor hulk and he isn't professor hulk because you you see him as professor hulk in the teaser Mm -hmm. and i think this show might be set during the five-year blip that'd be cool i think it would be cool but then why wouldn't she have been involved with endgame i don't know but maybe they'll have a reason for that there are reasons for not being involved in that this is true the eternals weren't maybe maybe she the has Eternals a, had like some divine reason though that was a bullshit reason it was Thanos it was is a deviant reason. so yeah it maybe it's not confirmed in the mcu that he's i know a i know but it's in it's a comics, bullshit reason is, but maybe she just has her own personal reason of like mm, nah <laughs> i just i can't see hulk being like eh, i'm not gonna recruit my friend it was a spur of the moment thing that battle that battle That's, that in battle was the spur of the moment but the time traveling part that was not spur of the moment i don't know all i know is he's professor hulk in this and he hasn't broken his arm this is true so i'm thinking this could be during the five-year blip and i think that would be really cool and it would kind of make sense because this is a um procedural drama or dramedy or something and i think that that is an interesting time for lawyer stuff during a like a five-year gap where half of the world universe but you know she's more concerned with the world just disappeared like there's got to be a lot of legal cases happening during that time and i think that's really cool and interesting and she's a superhero 
and I really love that shot where um, it looks like the 70s or something Mm -hmm. where they're dressed up. It gave me um, the Incredible Hulk TV show vibes. That's what a lot of people were saying. Have you seen that show? I've seen the clip of it now. No, I mean like the show. I know. I haven't seen the whole show, but I saw like the clip that they were referencing in that scene. I didn't know it was like they were referencing a specific clip. No, they were referencing the show. Yeah, but I just... But like the show in general, it's not like a specific clip from the show, is it? It's a shot. I don't know where it is, but I know it's a shot because the whole seen thing. That. I just I've seen that show. It's a great show. Really? It's freaking awesome. I literally did watch. I didn't watch all of it. I watched maybe like three of the five seasons, and it's good, man. It's from the seventies. Like it's outdated. Like it is outdated, but. They got good stories in there. They got like some interesting stuff. I know there is one episode where they do like the greatest game mm-hmm. where it's like the Hulk goes to an island and a dude tries to hunt him and it's great. That's interesting. Yeah. It's super interesting and it's super good. And and it's kind of a weird thing. Like in that scenario, you can only do that in that show because he's like the Hulk is just a really strong dude. Mm-hmm. If you try to do that with this Hulk, it's like that's not a fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really good. There's some interesting story elements to it. He's on. I love the concept of Bruce Banner on the run because I think that just works so well. They brought it into the Immortal Hulk storyline mm-hmm. in the comics, which I just I love. And I think it's. I'm so glad they're referencing it in this. I think it's great. And I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, there was also Moon Knight. Um, looks good. Oscar Isaac's is doing a voice. So excited. I'm I'm excited for it too. It's giving me very Netflix vibes. Yeah, which is not bad vibes. I love the Netflix shows. We're gonna get into that a bit too, um, but let's see. There was also a bunch of logos for a bunch of things. Um, there was an Aga, the logo for the Agatha Harkness yes, yes, yes. TV show, Ironheart. Um, I'm not gonna mention them all because I don't remember. But um, there was some more stuff. We got first looks at Nick Fury and Secret Invasion. Yes, yes, yes. He looks old. Well, he is old. I know, but like he looks old, old. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a beard and it's showing the gray, but I think that's awesome. I love it. How old is Nick Fury in the MCU? I have no clue. I have to imagine how old Samuel L. Jackson is. Oh, jeez. So like in his 70s. He was in like his 40s when he did A Time to Kill, and that was in the 80s. Yeah, oh, he's 70s. Is he 70s or 80s? No, he's in his 70s. I don't know if he's in his 80s. Maybe that's true. He might be in his 80s. Because the time to kill, he was in his 30s, 40s. If he's in his 80s, he's early 80s. Oh, yeah. Look it up. (laughs) He was early 40s or late 30s in a time to kill, and that was like 85. Have you seen a time to kill? No, I don't know what that movie is. Um, It's a good... uh... Crap. It's a good... uh... Uh, film about race in the oh he's 72 you're right 72 so okay. i guess he was in his 30s when that was recorded yeah that he, he is old but he looks great he does look really great it's i love the surprising. beard i think that's a great choice and i'm 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 excited for it um i think well i think we i don't think there was anything new about armor wars i'm excited for that too mm-hmm. i'm just excited for all the disney plus stuff i'm Me too. excited for just this um I like that it's all kind of like the more side characters. Yeah, absolutely. It's more world building. Yes. Which is such a f- like a fulfilling thing to just be like, oh, there, there's more to this, and it's so nice. Um, so, but speaking of that, should we do our 
recurring segment of whenever a Marvel show comes out called What Happened on What If, this time Hawkeye Edition. Yes. You um, thought I would bring that title back. I have not seen episode three yet. What? I'm watching it with my cousin because I haven't seen her a lot this year. And I told her I'd watch it with her. So I've only seen up to episode two. But you've seen the first two. I've seen the first two. Thoughts? Kate Bishop is one of my favorite <laughs> Marvel heroes of all time now. Oh, I love her. She's great. She's like number three. I'm a like, stand, I love man. her. I love Kate Bishop. And Hawkeye, I love that. Hold on. I have notes. Okay. Okay. I took notes because I, I wanted to be prepared because this is your favorite hero. And this I feel is like my you favorite hero. That. And this is this uh, TV show is based off of my favorite comic uh, ever, and which is considered the best Marvel comic by a lot of people. So like this is this is a big show uh, even if it's just to more like devout fans. Like this is a big show and I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. I sent you videos. It used to be two in one like in 5 minutes you were like I'm in my Hawkeye shirt, my Hawkeye socks. It's an early you were like so giddy. It was Hawkeye very shoes. It was, it was like you were in it. It's literally like I have a cosplay of Hawkeye from that comic cuz in the in the comic he's like um, he's very different from the Hawkeye in the show, but in the comic, he's just got like this, his own logo t-shirt, but he's like, it, he just wears it doing nothing. Like mm-hmm. just laying around the, his apartment and he, but he also wears like purple, uh, converse and he's always like beat up. He's always got like bandages on him and stuff. And so I just dressed up with just a bunch of bandages, that shirt, the jeans and the, and the shoes. And, and I, and because of that, I got a first issue of Hawkeye series signed by Jeremy Renner. Oh, that's cool. For free. It's cool as heck. So I got that. Have you seen the ugly sweater? The ugly Christmas sweater? That. They're releasing for Hawkeye? No. Oh, it looks fire, man. What? They're releasing an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, because they're doing an ugly Christmas sweater um, thing in the family. Clint's family. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That's cool. So, like, they're, like, going to sell one on Disney, like, shop Disney or whatever. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm definitely getting one. Christmas present. I already got you a Christmas present. It's also going to be, like, $60. I love you. I'm broke. Talk to Jamie. (laughs) You can talk to Jamie. Drop hints. Um, I think what I love most is how organic the show is yeah it feels very like they're not trying to force anything they're not trying to push anything like for instance the hearing aid i love that because yeah because we brought it up we were like they never had it and all of a sudden they do and i was really worried i don't know if i said this but i definitely was thinking it that they would kind of like make it like oh he always had it we just didn't talk about it or something even though he obviously didn't yeah but i liked that whenever she asked or whenever kate asked him he would like thought of three different memories and he was like who knows here's what i have to say about that um it's still 10 years too late i agree like bringing that in like it's still i would have been much more i would have liked it more if it was kate that had the hearing problems if they just like put that um feature on her instead i think that may have been better but they are um doing that for the i know you haven't seen episode three but they're doing that for that uh character at the end of episode two echo who is getting her own show um another logo that they released but um so that's great too i love that and yeah, I did like that reason for why he has the hearing aid all of a sudden, which is, I guess now he's gotten some time to relax and he's like, 
oh, my hearing sucks <laughs> like yeah. because I've been doing this for 20 years and it's ridiculous. This isn't what what humans are supposed to do. And yeah, I love that um, like three instances. Those were three instances that we've seen. Yeah. There are other instances that he's had that we haven't seen. And it's just like, yeah, he, he, he would take some damage from that. Um, I kind of, I like the moment where I'm trying to remember what it exactly is in the first two and what's in three, but two ends on the character being introduced. I know it's, but it's not the ending thing. Um, no, it is before. I like whenever him and his son do like little I love you in sign language thing. Yes. That's very cute and very nice. But um, this is a bit of spoilers for episode three. He's a novice at ASL. He doesn't, he's still learning. The son or Clint? Clint. Like he's still learning how to sign language. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of something that I would have, I mean, I guess it's fine because it is the case of the story of he's kind of learning this stuff now but in the comics it was a thing of he's kind of always had problems with his hearing and so in the in the comic his brother shows up and they just they talk in sign language for a minute to like have a secret like talk to each other secretly and it was like oh you you've done this a lot like this it shows history and i i really like that and so i kind of would like to do if i had seen that um, so I, I like it and I don't, I kind of have mixed feelings about the hearing stuff, but I'm glad they're doing something about it mm-hmm. and not just doing like, uh, ah, you, or yeah, he was, he deaf all the time or, and you just, we didn't notice or something like that, or just never having him be deaf. I, I, I'll, I'll take what I can get, I guess. I'm more of a better late than never person personally. Yeah. Um, I also think you're a little biased cause you wanted to be just like the comics. I am biased because I wanted to be just like the comics. For the hearing, I think I'm more biased because I have hearing That's problems. That's also fair. So, um, but I, I will say, like, my hearing problems are not the same mm-hmm. as, um, like, Echo is completely deaf. Uh, and even him, he's got serious hearing loss. Um, I've got some small hearing loss. It's not the same. I don't need to learn sign language at mm-hmm. the moment. It's just if it's a loud room, I will probably go, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's that's more my thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I am loving the show. I love it so much. I love Lucky. They haven't named him Lucky yet. I want to talk about that, too. Yeah, you want to talk about Lucky? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Lucky. All right, so, one... He almost got hit by a car, which you told me yes. is in the comics. And she saved him instead of him getting hit. Yes. But also, he ate pizza. And you said his other nickname was Pizza Dog. And I went, yes. Alyssa, that his nickname's Pizza Dog. And she was like, that's cute. Lucky. So I was very happy with Lucky that. Lucky the Pizza Dog. Um, that's great. If they didn't have him eat pizza, that would have been like... A missed opportunity. So Not even a missed opportunity. Like, so many people would have stood up and rioted, me included, if, like, he did not eat pizza or, or be called the Pizza Dog. Um, but, yeah, in the comics, so I think the reason they didn't have him get hit by a car, actually, is because they don't want to see a dog get hit by a car. That's fair. Um, because in the comic... How he loses the eye is he gets hit by a car. Just you see it. And then Clint takes him to a vet and is like, save the dog. And so he like stays with them and everything. And in the process, loses an eye. And it's really like a nice thing. And it's 
you just you immediately love this dog now and it's such a great thing this it is kind of just like where did this dog come from <laughs> the dog seems like he could be an alien i love him i think he's great i love he's him he's gonna too. make the show like there's a lot of things that are gonna make this show he's oh, yeah. one of them i love him they, they did say though that they wish they um did more with him in the finale they didn't actually do that so i guess that's a a bit of a missed opportunity but Uh, he'll stick around oh yeah i think so i think do you think there will be a season two of this show i don't know with loki i thought there was gonna be there was just too much to untangle there for is. it not to be. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like before we got there though, I didn't I didn't know. I was like, uh, I still think that it will. With this, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I definitely think he won't really have movies. He'll only have seasons of TV show, which I'm very okay with. Well, that's interesting because that's a lot more work than movies. Um, but he I don't know if um Jeremy Renner is like done playing Hawkeye after this I think there's like talks of him coming back or not but even if there isn't I'm totally fine with season two just being like Kate Kate Bishop well and I'm seeing a lot of talk of being like we've seen this before and it's Tony and Spider-Man and they're saying like what if he's like basically raising his next they're all doing that they all are yes yes i'm not saying they're not we've got so many of that but like they're like if they specifically but tony died are you ready to see clint die i don't think he'll die i think he'll just retire like for good yeah and he'll just stay with his family and it's more of like i think i said this to someone um he might just maybe he'll show up in an episode where Kate needs some advice. So she goes to the farm and like talks to Clint or something. He'd probably be down to do that. Mm -hmm. That's something where it's like, he'll get a lot of money for doing very little and it's a character he likes, obviously. So I think it's, I think that's obviously an option, but I'd be totally down with, um, season two being just Kate Bishop being a private eye because she is one in the comics. Um, like Jessica Jones type of style, kind of, um, less, mature but well, obviously yeah <laughs> but um she could be like that i think that's the way to do it season two but also personally i'd be down for a season two where it's kate bishop and yelena um just going on a road trip i was thinking that oh it'd be great so i'm so excited for her to be introduced i think they should be best friends or lesbians <laughs> Either way, I'm okay. I'll tell you what, she does give, Kate gives me bi vibes. She screams bi vibes. I mean, she was, her mother did say, I have a, I picked out a red dress for and you. And she, she wore go, a black tux, which looked fine. I want a black tux now. Oh, I, there was another video that I just sent to my friend Max where I was like, you lesbian queen. of <laughs> just like her in that black tux. And I was like, there's no reason for you to be wearing that other than to serve looks. A hundred percent. So I, I hope they're lesbians. I'm going to be real. What do you think of um, the the stepdad? <laughs> Two words. Sorry, one word. Die. <laughs> I hate him with a burning passion, and I have so much to say about him. Yeah? Hold on. One. Uh, was he? Do you think he was behind the wall explosion? The wall explosion. That the, like, do you think he was helping them steal the watch that they were looking for? No, I okay. think that was a separate thing, and okay. he just saw an opportunity and took it. Um, I just wrote "fuck Jack." Yes. Um, butterscotch was proof that Jack killed his father. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. She doesn't really explain it well. <laughs> no, but like if you pay attention, you, you you catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Do we know what's so special about that watch? No, I don't know what's special about that watch. It seems to be like it's something from an Avengers compound, maybe. Um, and if it is, well, I mean, my first thought is um, it's secretly an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just like the hand thing from Civil War. I don't know. But no, it, it looks like a regular watch. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with that. Um, that's all I had to say about Jack, by the way. It was just fuck Jack. That's fair. Hate him. Burning um, passion. He's great. The fencing scene. So, oh, that was great. I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> he's, um, so he's a comic book character. It's interesting. He's in, um, so I believe he, either Hawkeye taught him how to fight with a sword or he taught Hawkeye how to fight with a sword. Probably that one um, in the comics. Uh, so, but also he's like a master swordsman. He's in the comic that this is based off of, but very small he's just like a one-off villain of like that they have a fight with and then it's like oh jack Quah or something he's it's not jack but um and it's just like yeah oh, what are you doing here get get the hell out sort of thing we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to steal this or whatever um and so i'm it's interesting that they're really elevating his character and um i did not even notice that 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 he was related to that um old dude i did instantly instantly i didn't i was like Oh, you have the same last name. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. My bad. The second he was like, you're probably of a mother. I was like, yeah, they're not related. He doesn't want him with her because he thinks she's going to steal his money. Or, which brings me to my next point, he thinks she'll get him killed like she got her ex-husband killed. Because I think during the first Avengers in 2012, mm-hmm. while Kate was watching Hawkeye be a badass, yes, the dad was injured. And the mom could have saved him, but left him, and that's how he died. Really? That's my theory. Everyone thinks he faked his death, and he's not actually dead. I think, okay, even if he did fake his death, I still think the mom left him to die, one way or another. I think he, um, well, he like, it's probably more likely that he faked his death because he, um, he was in some bad financial trouble. So it was probably the case of he took an opportunity to just go on the lamb and not have to deal with these money problems and maybe get a new identity or something. I could see it. I still think she left him for dead though. I think he made it. I think he faked it. I still think she left him for dead. Man. I think, um, in the comics, Kate's mom hasn't really done anything besides she used to work for Madame mask. Who's a, a villain who's, um, she's also a Kate Bishop villain, but she's a Iron Man uh, villain mostly. She has a like golden mask that makes her be able to. Uh, she can like pose as other people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's it's a lot like Black Widow's mask thing that yeah. she has, um, which I guess would kind of make the Madam Mask thing a little pointless, unless it's better. I guess um, I'd like to see Madam Mask. That would be a great villain for season two of this show. If it's just Kate, just have Kate go up against Madame Mask. That's that's the best idea I've had. I think they'll have a season two and three, but I don't think Kate will be alone till season three. Interesting. If we go that route. Do the road trip. I'm not against the road Do trip. Do the road trip with Make Elena. Them lesbians. <laughs> Make them lesbians. I think that's absolutely a chance. I don't, but I don't think it has to be that way. Oh, it doesn't have to be. It's just what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay either way. It's just a ship. I think she's great. I think Kate I love Bishop is them. great. Haley Steinfeld, phenomenal. I love I her. I didn't really know too much about her or get into her that much. I knew she was a singer mm-hmm. and I was kind of, but I had never listened to any of her music and I was more just, it wasn't until she was cast as Kate that I was like, okay, let's see who this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do you think there will be a, a, a musical episode or something? Because they're both musicians. Oh my god! I hope so. Um, they the like Jeremy Renner has an album or a few albums. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's he's written like original songs. He's done some covers and stuff. He's a musician. Oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I so hope so. I don't think they'll do it. I hope they get like dropped into the Rogers musical <laughs> and have to like sing or something while they fight. That'd be so creatively funny. Speaking of the Rogers musical, what did you think of that moment? The song catchy as hell. The did play, not mean the horrible. song. Did not mean either of those things. I meant more his moment where he um, has PTSD. And like it's triggered. Oh, I thought that was heartbreaking. Yeah. And he turned his aid off and then his hearing aid and his daughter was like, did you turn your hearing aid off? And he's like, yeah. Maybe. Also... I have, a, My I, have friend's a, dead. I have a really funny thing about that. Ant Man's in it. It's because he was in. It's because he went back in time in Endgame. That's so funny. I mean, maybe, but that was also an alternate reality that got wiped. This is true. Mm. It's still funny. It's funny. Um, it's funny for the audience, maybe like the actual fans, not like the actual show. Yeah. Because he's like, he wasn't even there. Yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> um. Hold on. What else do I? You got more notes. I've got more things to like bring up. What did you think of the LARPing? The LARPing in all caps right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the best scene of the whole show so far, in my opinion. I loved it. I thought it was actually it was second best. Um, I'll talk about the best in a second. But um, it was so good. He was having fun. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. He was having so much fun. And then I love that whenever Grills is like hyping him up and like, you're my favorite, da da da. Grills from the comics, by the way. He is? Oh, yeah. That's so great. So, do you know like the premise of the comic? I don't know anything. So, the premise of the comic is Hawkeye um, comes into possession of owning an apartment building. And so, and he has an apartment in there and he's friends with all the tenants. And the tracksuit mafia want to own the building. So, they keep coming and like causing problems for Clint and he keeps protecting the building. And so there's a bunch of like tenants in the building that he's friends with and Grills is one of them. And so whenever, as soon as he said, name's Grills, by the way, I was like, Grills, no way. That's great. Yeah, it was awesome. I was like, oh, yay. Um, But yeah, the LARPing thing, I thought that was so fun because there's that moment where it's almost like he realizes he gets to use his skills, but no one gets Mm -hmm. hurt. And it was just, he was free to have fun with it and just kind of let loose and i was like oh that's nice that's fun that he can he can do that and not like kill anyone (laughs) it just it meant so much to him because right now he's just circling this time where he was at his lowest Mm -hmm. and he was ronin yeah like the assassin who killed hundreds no one knew that yeah i thought everyone did he probably just killed everyone who knew if we're being honest well i mean thinking back on it it was i guess just James um, or Rhodes and just and Natasha who knew yeah. but like they said it so casually and like they knew it so quickly in the movie that I was just I was surprised that like oh no one else knows that he's Ronan the identity of Ronan is unknown to everyone else in the world I didn't I didn't even pick up on that what do you think Rhodes is thinking whenever he sees the news and it's like the Ronan is back and he's just like damn it Clint <laughs> I don't even know man Here's my thing. You can't look at that and think it's Clint. That's true. I was going to say, or is he looking at it and it's like, that's not Clint. That's exactly what happened in my opinion. Um, but, and this is like one of my favorite things. You'd still call him up though and For be like, sure. dude, 
what's going on? He's probably like, I'm handling it. It's fine. Um, but what? I can't hear you. I lost my hearing. <laughs> what I love about, and like, this is just the first two episodes. The symbolism is whenever Kate is like, you're my favorite and all this. And she's getting her stuff upstairs and he walks into like her trophy room where he can obviously see he inspired this girl to be something like him. I mean, she has a suit that looks like his, like she is committed and then Grills is hyping him up, telling him he's his favorite. And in both these situations, he's trying to cover up his past. Yep. He's not honest about it. Kate asks him, what is this from? Or something to that effect. And he's like, oh, it's, I just got to protect it because it's Avengers. Like, it's just so moving almost that like at this, at this time where he's being put on this pedestal, he's also like, I am such a horrible person. And it's just kind of conflicting. And I, I thought that symbolism was really cool. Yeah. I, um... I still don't really like his family. Brad. Look, I'm like, look. You gotta get over it. I'm liking the daughter a bit more. because daughter's she, pretty cool. Because she was, like, considerate about his her dad, which I was like, okay, maybe you, I like you. But the, the rest I am kind of just like, you've ruined this. You've ruined my favorite character. You're just mad that he has a family. There's You, you don't have any justifiable reason. You're just like, they're in the way. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that is a justifiable reason. I don't think it is. My, That's just me. My mom, she like commented. She was like, I was listening to the podcast and I love it. Except for that part where you said like kill the family. Yeah. I, I, I that, that seemed really harsh. And I was like, no, I think it's fine because they're not real. <laughs> That's a lot to unload. They're not real people. They're not. That's just they're rough. Char- they're characters in a story. And in a story, you get you can kill characters. It's fine. It's just sad. I loved him. Uh, I love his family. I think they're great. Um, the best scene in the whole show was a Molotov cocktail throw, though. <laughs> that was in the trailer. The, I don't care. It I think that. Awesome. I think it is great because it it is a cool way to show like no, he is skilled, I, which I think is overlooked a lot of the time. He is the joke of the Avengers when he shouldn't be. Before this series, he was only in fifty-one minutes of the movies, all of them. All 20. Like, that being said, his stuff was good. It wasn't bad, but everyone hated on him because they didn't actually get a chance to like him. I didn't care about him until this show. I always actually, cared about him. I know. Actually, I cared about him in Endgame. That was the only time I wanted him to die, but now I take it back. Ah, yes. Good. For two reasons. A, I think that scene is less about who died and more about the fact that Natasha sacrificed herself in her like own moment there. It's not about Clint. It's about her. And then two, I'm liking him now. Yeah. But I actually know him now. I didn't know jack shit about him. He's a cool character. I love Hawkeye. He's awesome. I love him. I see why. I'm going to be honest. I see why now. Yes. I hope everyone else is. I've been kind of hitting that too because of like Loki. I didn't really, I was like, eh. And then I saw this and I was like, oh. I love him. He's great. He's pretty cool. Um, yeah. What else do I have? That's mostly all I have to say. If we're not talking about episode three, that's fair. Um, showing off his basic first aid skills. That was cool. That was a good little touch. That was a dad moment. It was great though, but he's, he's full of dad moments and I love it. I think they play in it well. Cause I connect it to like the fact that he's Hawkeye, but also the fact that he's a dad. I think it's he's nice. a dad, but also like there's precedent for that. in the fact that we see it with him and Wanda. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's a dad to Wanda too. And yeah. I think that's really great. He should have been in WandaVision. He should have shown up and just been a dad and been like, what the hell are you doing? He was probably <laughs> dealing with this. Um, no, this is later. Uh, I went into this technically. This is, 
This is New Year's 2024, so it's like it's about to be 2025. That was three weeks after uh, Endgame, so it was still in 2023. So we're not even... We're far into it now. So this is during, like, No Way Home, or, like, a little before No Way Home, because No Way Home takes place the summer after. Not No Way Home, Far From Home. Sorry, sorry. Wrong movie. Far From Home. That still takes place in 2023. So this is after Far From Home. Okay. Or this is after No Way so Home. So is it during... This is after No Way Home, It's after I think. No Way Home? If Are it's, you sure? It's, a, it's almost immediately after Far From Home, No Way Home is, right? Yes. They need better titles. They do. Um, so yeah, this is, this is after um, No Way Home. Huh. Fair enough. So is it... When does uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier take place then? Three months after Endgame. Okay. So still 2023. Okay, so everything so far has been before No Way Home. So far? This is after. This is the farthest we have gone in the MCU timeline. Okay, cool. Sorry, that's where I was confused. Um, Which is an interesting choice. Kate Bishop is my spirit animal. <laughs> um, just that's all it's written. I'm a stand for I feel like that's enough I to stand her, on. But she's, that's a lot. <laughs> the chair scene at the end of episode two where he's tied to it. Yeah. That was such a Black Widow callback and I loved it. Oh yeah, because he yeah he calls his wife and she's like oh Natasha's favorite move and it's like oh that's nice. Well, because I was like, what is he gonna do? Because he said like the catch and release thing and well, I'm like, it's okay. from Avengers. Yeah yeah yeah. Whenever like she she's yeah, introduced, yeah. she's like, I'll get the big guy or whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah. Which have you watched the first Avengers recently? Oh yeah, man. Dude, you can tell. You can just tell when they started that they had no idea that they were gonna end up like this. They were just like one team up, it'll be fun. Like that's exactly uh, what they. I, th- I thought you were just mentioning the fact that like, man, they were they were really going for sex appeal on Natasha in that scene. I mean, they were. They were. They always do though. It's yeah, whatever. That's fair. The, no, they, the, they the first it. time they didn't was the, Black Widow. The farthest they got was the less they, sexual they got. Well, as it went, but like the first time where it wasn't like completely sexualized was Black Widow, in any way, shape, or form. Was it sexualized in Civil War? She used her thighs a lot to fight. She's always used her thighs to fight, and I feel that is a good move. Like, if you scissor lock someone and then, like, throw them to the ground, you're going to be like, I I got my ass kicked. That was effective. That's fair. Well, because Kate Bishop does that, too, in episode one yeah. to the guys in this wine cellar. So, yeah. So, I guess it is a pretty efficient move. I think Civil War. Civil War is probably the real turn. Civil War is great. Civil War is the best MCU movie. Agreed. I've been seeing that more and more recently. Like yeah. on TikTok and YouTube and everything, everyone's like, it's you know, Civil brilliant. War was really great. We did not give it the credit it deserved. I've, I don't know. I guess I've just been shutting out the haters because I Me feel too. like every, that everyone's been like, this is a great movie. I've heard a lot of bad things about it. I think it's stupid. I think that's just people hating on Captain America. Amen. Because he's and they don't understand the point of Captain America, <laughs> which is annoying. But whatever. Anyways, um, should we get on to our main topic of uh, the podcast today? You so yeah, you texted me and you were like, "Do you want to rank all your favorite Spider-Man movies?" And I was like, "We talked about Spider-Man a lot. Let's do something else. We've got like a huge list of um, ideas that we could do that we want to do." And then you picked none of those and came up with your own thing of, "Can we talk about Avatar?" I mean, if you want, okay. Here, here's my thing. You haven't seen Korra, so I feel like talking about this at this point is a little redundant. I'm in the middle of three. You're in the middle of three? Yeah. Okay, so you've gotten pretty decently far. Yeah. Okay, do you feel confident enough to where you can, like... 
yeah. have a, a good opinion I've about got, it. I've got topics to talk about. Okay, you and, haven't seen anything yet. I'm going to be real. The end of three through four is my favorite part of the series. All right. But anyways, I feel confident about what we can talk about at the moment. Okay, cool. Um, we're, I mean, we're mostly going to be talking about The Last Airbender. Yeah, well, let's let's mainly talk about that, and then we'll kind of get into Korra, not too far. We'll make Korra a different segment once you actually finish it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's its own can of worms, in my opinion, because I could talk about Korra for days. Also bring up Korra, like, some of the things to say about it. But um, I guess, like, it's such a... It's such a good show, man. It is. Like, it's such... But it's such a great... Like, the ideas behind it. Like, the storylines that they're doing and the messages that they're trying to portray. I think, for me, a good story has a lesson in it. And I think, especially in kids' shows. And this one has an amazing lesson. It has multiple. And it's drawing from inspirations of different cultures and fighting styles and religions and philosophies and stuff like that that it's like there aren't really a lot of kid shows that do this kind of stuff while also being great action interesting world and just all this stuff that it's like it's such a good show and this was this was something my mom did not want me to watch as a kid mom didn't care she used to want me to watch like Harry Potter. My mom just didn't want me to. She didn't really like Nickelodeon just in general. So like I was dead ass watching the as like a nine year old watching the fight between Aang and uh, Fire Lord Ozai. And she was like, I don't want you watching this. And I was like, but but no no one's going to die. It's it's fine. Just but this is so cool. <laughs> Let yeah. me watch it. And that fight is amazing. I was so sad because I didn't have cable at that time. Yeah. So I couldn't watch it in real time. So I had to wait for it to pop on Netflix and then just binge it. I didn't like follow it. So like I wasn't, it wasn't like it, they aired it and I was just watching episode to episode. I was basically watching whatever episodes I caught. I did that too. And at that moment was the final episode or well, not the final. I don't know. Just that fight. It was that fight. And I was like. It was so cool. It gripped me so fast. I was like, I, I have to keep watching this. You can't, you can't let, make me stop right now. This is so good. And it is. And now, yeah, I've grown up and I, I didn't wait till Netflix. I bought all of them, um, like a long time before it came on Netflix. And then I binged it. It was on Netflix in like 2010. That's when I watched it. That's not when I watched it then. Um, they didn't. It didn't stay on Netflix. No, it got taken off by the time I was like 12. Well, I didn't know it was on there in 2010, but I bought it pretty much as soon as I could, and I I did binge it then. And I've done that more than once. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I recently had a binge session with my friend Mac because she was like, I've never seen the full Avatar The Last Airbender, but she had seen all of Legend of Korra. Because it's better. No, it's because she was gay. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> That's fair. Deadass, we were watching Legend of Korra yesterday and we got to the Wan episodes and she was like, all right, this is my time to leave. And it's, she's, I'm like, what? This is the best part. I remember this one. It I watched one this. one of the best parts of the whole show. Like, yeah, but Korra's not in this. It's one of the best parts of the whole show, though. It's a great show. It's great episodes. But um, the, yeah, it's so good. I love the characters. I love Sokka. Who's your favorite? Zuko. Um, I'm a sucker for the redemption story. I know it's cliche, but it's, it's not cliche. It's cliche because it's good. 
I'm not saying you're That's wrong. exactly the thing. It's like everybody picks Zuko because he is such a great character that learns so much. And there's so much to be taken from that. And it's so awesome. I just got to the part in uh, Legend of Korra where he shows up and I'm like, oh, baby boy. <laughs> Love him. He's um, great. Who do you think my favorite is? I could guess. Um, secret tunnel guy. <laughs> He's close. Um, <laughs> Cabbage that a, man. That, that was a great guess. No, this is of the main crew. Of the okay, main crew. Okay. It's Sokka. No. Ooh. Suki? No. Close. I love Suki. I stand Suki. Zula. It's Toph. Oh, that's fair. I love Toph. Toph is great. Yeah. I think she's severely underrated. Yeah, she's great. She's amazing. I love that she's disabled. I love that she is snarky. I love that she's she is so mean. funny about her disability, which is it's great. Whenever they're in the desert and she's just like, "Hey, there it is, dumbasses. I'm blind." Whenever I love in season three, whenever uh, like the blind bandit, not the blind bandit, uh, where they're doing like the gambling, and then and she's like a wanted. Oh yeah, because they're doing like the pranks, right? Like the, and Katara is being a mom, and then she like shows her the paper, and she's like, "I can't see that. I'm blind." Well, it sounds like a piece of paper. <laughs> it's just they play it off so well, and that character was originally like the the play that was supposed to be like that big bulky dude. Yeah, and they were like, you know what we could do? Make a disabled little girl yeah. who's blind. What? Even better. What do you think? Like, may started that jump of the idea because like that's a big jump to go like from a big burly dude which is the i guess i can understand like if he's going like um um or if they're going like this seems a bit on the nose what if we did something else but what is making them go what if we did a little girl that's blind i think it started personally do you think it's metal bending i think that's where it started i think they were like okay but we want to make it cool so how do we make earth bending cooler than an rds because like air bending you have like you have air balls and you can air bending i feel is not that cool in it's that definitely show. the lamest of them all in my opinion but until cora until cora cora dang yeah um season three they make it so cool yeah i've um, seen some but stuff. uh i think they were like how do we make bending or earth earth bending really like what can we more, add to more it? To, more to, down to earth about it. And I think they were like, we need to make it to where they feel it with their feet. And I think that's where they went. They were like, we want it to be like a feeling of the earth itself. So they were like, how do we do that without making and like make it like uh, what's the word coherent and like um, not dumb, like how to make it nice and like feel yeah. real and I genuine. That's what, like yeah. really genuine. And I think they were like, we should make the character blind. And they went, OK, so we're just going to make this big bulky dude blind and i think let's let's step it up a bit let's make it a girl let's make it a 10 year old girl Mm -hmm. and then it just like took steps i think it being a 10 year old girl was last though and there's just something so satisfying about the fact that her parents are like treating her like this frail child Mm -hmm. and she is just like i'm the best earth spender in the world for generations i'm the best Mm -hmm. and it's just like damn that's crazy I think I think it's I think she is a great character. I don't think she's slept on. A lot of people like. I Toph. think a lot of people forget that like she's as great as she is, though. She is great. I, love I don't her. think she slept on. I think people forget about it because she's just she's iconic, man. I, I'll admit now might be the case of um, people just keep thinking about like did did she sleep with Sokka? She totally did. <laughs> Not a single out in my mind she totally <laughs> I, did i told you about this and this is such a sad fact if you love this show and you don't know 
don't listen to this, what I'm about to say. Um, Suki dies like two years after the end yeah, of that. And I want to know Airbender. how the hell that happens. Although we're, we apparently get a comic book about it. It's like Suki alone or something. No, that's not where she dies. That is her time in prison whenever oh. Azula captures her. Mm, mm. Um, and so that's what that time is and how she ends up in the boiling rock. Best episodes of that show of Last Airbender is, the is boi- Boiling Rock. Boiling Rock, those Hold two on. episodes. Let me recall. You're correct. Yeah, those are the best. <laughs> I was like, is there anything I like more? No. Th- those are the best, I feel. I can rewatch those the, the so Zuko many times. The Zuko Adventures are the best part of the whole show. They're so great. I love all them. All of them. I love all of them. I love that you see Katara deal with her grief. Mm-hmm. I love great. that you see her deal with forgiveness. I love that you see Aang learn firebending and mm-hmm. you meet the dragons. Oh, I love that one, too. I love that he goes on a trip with Sokka to save his dad and Suki. And I, I just... <laughs> Toph never got one. <laughs> no, Toph never got one. She um, did mention that. She's she, like, well, but, I want one. <laughs> but Zuko got one with her at that play because they like sat down he was like does Lucy see me da 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 and then she's like well you gotta just try to be better like that's the only thing you can really do I love that like, even though that. he is better at that point yeah but I think it's him and that also, was also understanding that but that was also and that was also him in the Fire Nation where it was they were putting out a play and he was seen as a traitor to the yeah. throne so his their the opinion of him was not going to be great no matter what um, well it also that was such a good like fun way to like recap the whole show because this this, these were nine-year-olds watching yeah. it. You know, we were nine. I don't remember what happened in episode one. Now I do, because I've watched it ten times. But, yeah. like, I can watch... Here's my thing. I can watch Last Airbender background. I don't need to pay attention. I can know exactly what's happening. I can probably tell you what episode I'm on. Cora, I can't do that. I feel like that show is still, like, they still have so much themes going on that, like, it doesn't feel... For me... That feels disrespectful to put the show on and not pay attention to. But I already know if you if I, if I we were if care. we were sitting down and we could have a full conversation just like this and have it like behind me, I could still be like, oh well, they're doing this thing, and know exactly what's happening. You're gonna hear a lot of silence from me as I pay attention and watch it, and then every once in a while I'll go, I love this show. That's all you would hear from me if we put this on while we did this. That'd be super unprofessional if we just had a TV show on while we were doing well, the podcast. Well, we wouldn't actually do that, but... Maybe we should. <laughs> and it just... We'll just whole- put, you know, here's what we'll do. We'll put on the Adam Sandler movies, and then I won't pay attention to them. <laughs> we're going to have an Adam Sandler debate on this podcast. pointless. Why? Because there's nothing I have to say other than bad movies. They're not a bad movie. A lot of them are. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Ugh. This is what the conversation would be. <laughs> You're right. It wouldn't be in depth. It'd just be me going like, yeah, they are. And you going, no, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. That's it. Because I'd have like it's these facts. An hour and a half. I'd have these facts. And you'd be like, I don't care if he's successful. I don't like them. And I'd be like, fine. That's how it is. I don't care if they're successful. He's still not caring that much. He's taking advantage. No, I'm not getting into this. Let's not. Back to the point. Let's get back I don't to the point before we it. get too far out of this. Um... I want to bring up something though. Go ahead. So this is a this is a Tumblr post that I found a while ago. Is it about Avatar? Yes. Okay. And it it brought up an interesting um, topic that like caused a lot of debate in the comments of it. Um, do you remember the Hama episode? The Bloodbender. Yes. Yeah. So of course. In this post, um, somebody says it's that like her story is so sad because it feels and they say it's like a blind spot from the creators that like um i'm I'm doing this from memory but it was a blind spot because like her trauma and she 
like dealt with it and by just giving into darkness and going into that sort of stuff and and that's definitely a way that you can see that character but for me I'll, I'll ask you your opinion on it but for me I feel the show the whole point of the show is balance and so like they and in it they show that they show like the Fire Nation is evil at, on the most part they're the villains but we see good people in the Fire Nation we see Iroh we eventually see Zuko we see um, that Chong Chong, the first firebending mm-hmm. teacher Aang has. We see some good firebenders, even though the whole we like we still perceive the Fire Nation as evil. Um, the Earthbenders, we've they're shown as a good uh, people, but there are bad in it. There's that one dude that tried to get Aang to um, go in the Avatar state. Avatar state, but there was also the Dai Li, and how like there's this secret organization that's just running amok and like they're doing evil shit and we don't see it in the last airbender because there's only one airbender you really can't see it it's just ang and he's a good person but with the water tribe or water benders in general we don't see it a lot we just see there are two examples of evil waterbenders in the show and that's um who what's his name the Court or Katara's master that becomes her grand. Oh, the sexist guy. The sexist guy. He's not even a bad person. That's he's my, just but, sexist. But that's my point too. Is like he only gets a mention because he's literally the only other one. They're all good except for this dude who's just kind of sexist. But then he's kind of good. And then you have Hama. And then you have Hama, who is shown to be evil. Now she is evil, granted because of her circumstances, but she did choose that path she did she could have like turned the other cheek and just lived in seclusion that's fine and just tried to forget and tried to move on but she never did she sees Katara and she sees opportunity to keep blood bending alive mm-hmm. and that was that was evil she didn't have to do that and it's I thought it was really interesting I didn't think it was a blind spot because I, th- I feel like the creators of, of the show they knew what they were doing they're too smart to just have such a like blind spot like that like to just go like ah i mean we're very inclusive and we know what we're doing and we're very smart but yeah this one girl's just kind of crazy and evil it's like no she's evil because there are evil there's evil in everything and i think it is shown a bit in legend of korra season one like well the villain the water bending yeah but i also mean in terms of air bending oh yeah it's it comes full circle in that too because we see evil airbenders. Now, granted, they're not air nomads, but they've set up the situation of limited airbenders, so they have to come up with something else. And Zahir is an evil airbender. He becomes an airbender, and he he studied the air nomads, and like even from the moment that he gets airbending, is shown he knows what he's doing. He's not an idiot that just happened to get airbending. He knows what's up and he's still choosing evil because he's wanting to kill the Avatar. I don't know why, but don't spoil it for me. But like, it's still showing like there's evil in everything, no matter what. Balance is real. There's good and there's evil. Don't judge a book by its cover and just try to get to know him and try to help and try to be good. Uh, you're you're going to love season four of Legend of Korra. <laughs> it's literally called Balance. I know it is. I know it is. But um, 
what I have to say about that is Zaheer is also just like literally what you said is it's just so poetic because when this rise of airbenders comes, mm-hmm. the second you get all these good ones, you also get people like um what's the kid's name? Kai. That's Kai. You get Kai who's like mischievous and then but then you also get Zaheer. And it's just like it really shows that like no matter what, and like like literally what you said, there's always gonna be bad in the good. Yeah. There's always gonna be good in the bad. Yin and I think yang. it's very interesting. And I love that they play off that very well. And season four slams that into the freaking, <laughs> it's a nail into the coffin, man. They know what they're doing. They know what messages they're trying to get out there. And they're able to do it in such an interesting way. Yeah, I'll admit season two, there was a lot of boring parts in season two, stuff I didn't like. I'm loving season three season right now. Season three is my favorite. Th- season three is feeling the most like The Last Airbender in a lot of different ways. You aren't ready, man. I'm ready. I'm absolutely you are, ready. Like, I'm so excited for you to text me and be like, dude, I'm so excited. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for it because like, this is my shit. Like, I, I think Avatar, it's that thing of like, it's my biggest fandom. Like, I'm... I'll get into Marvel superhero stuff all day long, but like there's a special place in my heart for Avatar that no one will be able to be no superhero. I don't care. Like it's such a great show and I'm excited to see what the creators have to offer next because they have their own production company where they're going to make their own stuff out, man. I'm so excited. Um, I actually, one time, uh, me, Brandon and Jamie and Alyssa were talking and, uh, we were like, if you were to pick like your, uh, all-star team space team to like take you and to be able to do anything and like, uh, like a Han Solo or Cowboy Bebop style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my first pick was Cora. Yeah. Because I think like she, I just, I love the character building. Cause like Aang was up there, but Cora just like took the cake for me. I have my thoughts on that. I think that'll be a great discussion for the Cora episode that I we'll agree. do. But we'll um, do that later. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to tell you like, I like, I agree. Like the characters in Avatar, both of them, they're just, there's so much more complex and just genuine that like I could talk about Marvel or any of that. But if you put me on an episode about Avatar, I mean, we, this episode could go on for hours for me. We can be so exhausted. It doesn't matter like what days we've had. If you br- get us on to the topic we're gonna put some energy into it like it's i think that's the case for a lot of people there's so many people that have watched this show especially now like it came on netflix during the pandemic and people were watching it It so many new fans like started watching Uh the last airbender and falling in love with it and i'm sitting there going like there's more Yay! It's such a great show, man. The research that literally made them make their own company. That's fair, yeah. Which is insane to me because that is like so crazy that God Airbender was what two thousand seven. It was. Five. It started in two thousand seven. No, it was five. five? Oh, it ended two thousand seven. Then maybe more like two thousand eight. It, it was only two or three years. Well, I mean, it was three seasons. The guide rule is a season a year. Yeah, that's true. But and like. I mean, that was 2020. That was 13 years later, 15 since it started. Yeah. And it had such a resurgence that they went, okay, we hear you. We're going to make our own company and do our own shows and movies. Yeah. And we're going to bring back all these characters you love. I'm excited for what they're going to do. I think it could be like a Young Justice thing. I know you haven't seen that, but... I want to now. That clip I sent you made me really want to watch it. But the first two seasons, they're kid... It, the first two seasons, they're seasons for kids, um, it's a kid's show like that was it was on Cartoon Network and mm-hmm. stuff. And then season three went to the DC streaming service, which is now down. But it 
season three and season four, they went more adult with it. They did more complex themes. And I think it's going to be, it's just going to suit this world even better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what though, I don't like how far they are in the, like the world building. I don't like that. It's like, um, the revolution stuff. I don't like that theme or like that vibe of it in Korra of like, uh, it's the 1920s and uh, everything's happening and na da 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 da. I don't. You don't like the um, industrial age. Yeah, I don't really like that uh, vibe. I much preferred the Last Airbender uh, vibe of just because I guess it kind of fit with them of just they're traveling the world and everything like that and they're these crazy cities and so it just fit more of like what you would want for a nomad. But if you're have like these big cities less nomad type characters traveling the world is happening there's more people just settling and so and that's that is something i didn't like about the first two seasons she's just in republic city she's not traveling the world i don't like that i think that's makes it more boring and but in season three she's traveling trying to find airbenders and i'm like yeah i like this this is cool you should be traveling the world and like seeing different cities i think that's awesome I think the thing with season one and two, which I th- season two mainly took place in the um, south, north and south. Yeah. So but, like it was a little different, but, it but I get what you're saying. It was like it only took place there. It didn't take place like everywhere. Yeah. And like I get what you're saying, but also I think everything has to kind of evolve. And I think how they're evolving this world is just really cool because what's next? I have Is no it clue. just the modern day? I will, and that's the thing because, like, in this, I love that, like, the industrial that they're only in the industrial age because bending, if it really existed, it would greatly affect how the world grew. Absolutely, and it I is love realistic. that you like see that contrast. And I guess the realism of it is what hit really for me. Plus, honestly, I love the industrial age. When I was in history class, I ate that shit up. I think the industrial age is a cool thing, but I think the blend of that with the, um magic really of of bending like the fact that there are like power plants where it's they're recruiting firebenders doing electricity Mm -hmm. there are those moments where it actually feels depressing of like oh that's just like this awesome power where it was like oh we needed to redirect lightning something that like only a few people knew and Iroh taught to Iroh came up with and then taught to Zuko and then Zuko taught to Aang and then Aang used it against the Fire Lord and Fire Lord knew where he learned it from and all that sort of thing now it's just like ah we need some power it kind of makes that depressing a bit just those moments of it I guess and all that where I was just kind of like it took the magic away for me I that that was some stuff I didn't really like. I think a lot of that is about nostalgia, though. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, that but I definitely be. think that's where like a lot of that sentiment is coming from, which isn't bad. I mean, it's a fair sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think it's kind of how everything is. I mean, when you look back, it's kind of sad that now we can just print off of we don't need like a printing press or something or like things just grow and are easier and it's more capable. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the the lightning one was kind of sad when he's like, yeah, I got some job. Like when Mako's like, I got some work at the power plant. Like that was like, dang, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite in Korra? Um, I'm just curious. Who do you think it is? I think it's Mako. No. Okay, good. No, he's really. He gets annoying. too much hate, but. 
No, he's really annoying to me, actually. That's fair. Everyone thinks he's annoying, but I think he is a pretty great character. Um, well, I mean, it's Boomy. I love Boomy. I mean, it is Boomy because I love Boomy. He's great. But um, that's purely for comedic reasons. He's great, though. It's. I love Boomy. It's Tenzin. Really? I'd say. I'd say it's probably Tenzin. Tenzin is... But I also, again, might be biased because I absolutely love J.K. Simmons. That's fair. And he does such a good role. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I can't believe he did this. Like, and it's, but it's something he's done before of just, like, he's just been a character in a, like, animated show for a while. And I'm just like, you, you're a really serious actor. And I'm really surprised that you're doing, like, kids animated shows. But I think that shows I think just, they're great shows, but I am just like, I'm surprised that he's doing it. I think that just shows, like, how serious of a project this feels in the world right now. Is that J.K. Simmons. Like, J.K. Simmons. I and, love him. Uh, and, like, um, it's just, and, like, the girl who played, um, the, uh, Water tribe princess girl in uh, oh, yeah. in the movie. She voices Asami. Oh, really? Yeah. They they recruited her and were like, "You th- that movie wasn't your fault. Get over here." Oh, really? That's yep. interesting. Which I love. I oh, absolutely good love on that. Um, they yeah, probably shouldn't just... cast her though for whitewashing reasons. But okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Look, I'm more just I I'm more against the Night Shyamalan for that movie. That's yeah. That that was a whole other thing. But um. And I just, I think it just, it really shows so much about the show. And it shows so much about the fandom. It's such a great show. It's so good. My favorite, can you guess my favorite? I wrote the second. No. <laughs> I mean, that may He's be okay. My, he may be my third favorite. But again, I, all of my favorites are biased. Like, all of my favorites are just because I'm like, oh, it's the voice of Zuko. I, I love, I like this guy <laughs> and, and stuff like that. Um, Oh, the club scene, Iroh again. Um, the first one. But um, your favorite, Bolin. You're right. Absolutely, it's 100%. Bolin. 100%. It's so obvious. He's my yeah. spirit animal. I, I love that man. I think Bolin's great, but he is... Um, <laughs> he's ditzy as hell. He's ditzy as hell, but he's also weird. He's that weird kid that just never like stopped being weird. Because there's like... Whenever they get Kai, he starts saying, like, you're going to be my little brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that's a weird thing to say to someone. Like, that's awkward as hell. But that's season three where it's like, if he was going to grow out of that, he would have already. He's still just weird. He doesn't. Um, I think what I love about Bolin is he just purely is a kid at heart. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that Mako was an adult from yeah, a very absolutely. young age. And he made sure he was like, Bolin, you're being a kid if it takes my life and I think it really shows, especially in their dynamic, across the board. And like, like the twins in season two, like that was so funny. And then like that was not funny. That was cringy. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but I just, I love, I love Bolin. I love his arc. Um, how far are you into season three? What was the last episode you watched? Uh, jeez, I was here is in the Air Temple with uh, the kids. Okay, have you? So I haven't really. How many Airbenders have you met? I've met Kai, met Zaheer. That's about it. So you have met Opal yet? No, I have met Opal. That's right. I have met Opal. And I've met the sister of Lynn. Um, but that, I love Lynn. Lynn is my second favorite character. I didn't know Opal was going to be a main character. I kind of thought she was going to like fall to the wayside, but okay. I did too. Um, Opal, Lynn is one of my favorites. Lynn's though. great. Lynn's my second favorite. And then third is probably just Cora. A lot of people simping for Lynn. For a good reason. <laughs> For a good reason. <laughs> Just those, it ain't me. But I can five. see why. 
Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, you're, you're not going after your favorite's daughters. <laughs> no, good, good. I do. Lynn is just well, and Lynn and um, her sister's arc is also just very interesting and complex. Yeah, I've just started that. So. Yeah, I, I once you get through it, I, I would love to hear your thoughts. And there's a lot to unpack with Cora, so I don't want to get too into it because I want to wait till you're done and then fully just take on that. But there's just there's so much because like I feel like. Airbender was like this great groundwork and then Korra just went okay let's raise it a few levels and I feel like they just they slowly did it and like they did it well and they like they grew the character of not only Korra but also the Avatar as an entity yep. completely I mean a season two alone literally grew Rava like you can't you I can't really beat it you know do hate the fact that they killed off the old cycle though and she's the beginning of a new one and that I, is a very common take and, and I, I agree get, and look the thing is with that there's supposed to be a lesson of that of like change is inevitable you some people it it's even in three where or season three where Tenzin's like it's all about perspective mm-hmm. and stuff like that I know that's the point but it is maybe that's why they put that in there because they were just like look we may have killed off the old avatars but um, yeah, it, it sucks. It really does suck that, like, Aang is gone. Roku is gone. Uh, Kyoshi is gone. 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 gone is gone. Like, they're all gone, and it's just such a, like, ah, really? That being said. It, it restarted. The next Avatar will only have Korra to talk to. That is sad. <laughs> and Korra's a hothead. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I feel like by the time that happens, she'll be a lot more put together. Yeah. Because, um, I mean... Korra end of season four and Korra beginning of season one completely. Speaking of the future of the Avatar universe, um, what are you wanting to see from the Avatar production? Suki. Suki? Suki. I want to see Suki so badly. Okay. I miss her. I mean, I agree. I do want to see Suki. I also want to see Sokka get what's off. So I know that that's what happened. I want to just see Sokka in general. Yeah. But (laughs) but, I mean, do you know what the fan theory is? Is that Suki died and then he got with Toph and then they had Lin and his daughter and her other daughter. Well, it's not quite just that. Is it be, isn't it because of the serpent episode? The serpent's something. And, past. And serpent's past. Because she was like, Sokka, thank you. And then she's like, it's... Well, yes, that's like where it begins. But like, it's a much more deeper explanation as to how they got together. No, I know how people think he died. I'm not getting into any of that because I don't know that. But what I'm saying is like, so Suki died and then, but Sokka, you know, he mourned and like probably just never really got over it because his first girlfriend turned into the moon and then his second girlfriend like died. I mean, strike out twice. He may have just been like, I'm done with relationships and just never married because he did never, he never married. He never did. So he, so it's the thing of he just focused on his career. He became the chief and all that, and he helped the Avatar, and he became on the council and stuff. But then when he was lonely, him and Toph got together, even though I think Toph was married. And so she just straight up was having an affair with was Sokka. Was Toph ever married? I think she was married, yeah. Because, like, I mean, they do say that, like, um, or Lynn blames um, oh, yeah, for breaking up sisters. the family. Yeah, they're half sisters. So I, I don't know which one I think Lynn's is older. Lynn the, is older. So the theory is that he's what's her face's dad. Yeah, yeah. Sue's yeah. what's her? I think it's Sue. Sue, yes, Something it is like Sue. That. It is Sue. So like that's the theory, and it's so. It, but it's also like, man, Toph's having an affair with Sokka. Like that's a, and he's having that affair because he's lonely, and like that's a that's some adult stuff, and like that's crazy, and it's it's crazy, man. 
Um, Suki would be interesting. Who I, do you want to see? So I, I do want to see um, the next Avatar. I think it, I think if they I do agree. that, since they, I think they have the freedom to do uh, more mature content stuff, and I think that would pair well with a modern day stuff if they did that. I think that can work, um, just because of the complexities of life and what can happen and, and political stuff and all that. Um, I would love if the show grew with the audience. Like you know how in Harry Potter, Harry like, you Potter, can watch like the first two, but then like the yeah, next yeah, two yeah. are a little darker, then it gets like really dark. Yeah, yeah I yeah. hope they kind of like do that to where it's like I think when they I have absolutely kids, can I can make the, I can have them watch Airbender, and then when they're teenagers, they can watch Korra. I think that's a great kinda, thing. I, I think that'd be perfect. I think they can do that, but I think they, but I, I want to see that, but I also want to see another show. And I want to see another show of just any of the previous avatars. I really don't care which. I want to see less industrialization and I want to see so you the, want to see the past. I want to see the past. I want to see the old world and I want to see more avatar. It's more formulaic of what they've done and stuff sure, but I think there's great stories to be told there and sometimes formulaic isn't bad. <laughs> I want to see the comics. I don't I want to see care. the search and I want to see the promise and I want to see all of that because I feel like it's interesting and I feel like and they wanted to. That was they were going to go on but then they just kind of did. I think if they were going to, they would have done it in the Avatar the Last Airbender show cuz they were going to do a season 4 of yes. that show, but then they opted out to do the movie and then that movie was awful. So I think if they were going to do it, they wanted to do it in the show. But I think now that they've done it in the comics, I think they're they're they've done the stories now. To be. And I think that's fine. I think they should like just focus on different because it's it, here's what I think. If you have such a brilliant world building of like just and this is a brilliant world. Don't stick to the same characters. Tell the stories of these characters, and once those stories are done make up new characters and new stories. Don't stick with the same characters because then it's going to grow old and That's boring. Fair. I think a miniseries would be fine. Miniseries would I don't be cool. Think of, I don't think a big... I, I agree. I think they should keep building the world as it's going, whether it's backwards or forwards. But I definitely think if they did like miniseries of the comics, that'd be. I think it'd be kind of niche and nice. I think I'd like it. What if they did animatics of the comics? I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with anything. I just want to see them try and find Zuko's it's mom. It's still the comics. It's just the comics kind of move a little. Yeah, and that's fine. Really? That's all? Then I just want to hear the voices doing it. Come on. An audiobook? I'd be okay with an audiobook. I'd be okay with anything if I could just hear them go through the adventure. All right, car- all right, creators of Avatar, just make an audiobook of the comic. For Seth. Do it for me. For Seth's only. <laughs> I can't really imagine it's going to cost you that much money. So. <laughs> they might. We'll see. Um, I, I doubt it. I would like to see past avatars. <sighs> I just want to see I don't adventures. Know which one I want to see. I don't care because there are so many that it's like we'll learn to love these in characters and grow with them and everything like that. I don't want to see Roku or even Kiyoshi. I don't want to see either of them either. Because Kiyoshi already got two books. I think the reason I don't want to see them is because I already have a formed opinion of them. Mm -hmm. Even if that's something they can build on and whatever, I want to see just a new character I don't know and like do something. Do you want to see the water one that died at like 26? No. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the wolf dude. No. He's boring. He looks so dumb. I don't want to do any of the previous cycle. So not Roku, not Kiyoshi, not that dude, not the airbender before. So anyone before that? Pretty much anyone that I don't know. There is a um there is an air or an avatar. I don't know. That rem- didn't have arms? Yep. That's I what I'm thinking. See that. 
Um, that's on my top list. I really want to see that. Maybe that, you know what? That would be great for a miniseries. That would be a great one. I think doing miniseries of the past avatars would be a very smart and cool idea. Yep. And I would love to see it. But I think you can do full series of them too. I agree. I don't think they're going to do a full series of the past avatars though. I think they're going to do movies or miniseries, which I'm not against. I'm not against it. I just, I th- yeah, like I said, I think there's just so much to do with this world. And you know what? Do a story about not the avatar. Yeah. He, they're not the only interesting characters this in true. this world. Do, I would love to see like, well, I can't say this. Do renegades. Uh, yeah. Just some like renegades that are trying to fight the pol- political atmosphere and they're, they don't know what the avatar is doing. Maybe the avatar at that time is kind of a prick and he's just not helpful um, and so just do that. Maybe there are interesting characters. There are exceptional characters in these worlds that they can make and they should, I think they should do it. I, they and should I'm definitely so do a detective show. Really? That's, that's no, that's not a bad idea. Marco's I just story arc outside of Korra was phenomenal. I just wasn't prepared for it. No, that's fair. Think about it though. Like he wanted to be a cop so badly. And I thought that was such a cool arc for him and they kept ruining it. I didn't really notice or care. Um, I liked it. But and I, I think might it'd be not cool. be at that point if I'm being honest. You are at season two. He didn't really have an arc in that. He, he, he was trying to be a cop. He was being a beat cop. Only thing I noticed was um, they broke up and then she forgot. That was about all I got from Mako. He was trying to be a cop. I thought it was cool. That's the point, though. They didn't build off of it. Yeah. I wish, and even I don't. I kind of hope they do it that way. Um, but I'd understand if they didn't. I would love to see Toph start the Metal Benin Academy and then make the police. I think that'd be very cool. I'd love to see like Kirby, like I have to do this for Aang and them. Not because she really wants to, but because she knows it's the right thing say, to do. I was going to say, you know, what's an intru- a funny thing I noticed that like um, they ask about Toph in season three. It's like, are we going to meet her? And they give the explanation like, no, she went to go find enlightenment at, um, and she's exploring to find that. And I was like, no, she's not. She's just a grubby old woman she didn't want to do it she's just a dirty grubby old woman that wants to be a dirty grubby old woman so in the wild that's all it is she just wants to not wear shoes and touch the ground and not be in civilization that's all and i think that's funny as hell and great i'm just not gonna respond to that i'm right i know i've seen her i've seen clips of her talking to cora oh just wait it's it's you are just just wait season four grubby old woman love, love it. her um and like ugh, it's just it's so good um but i would love to see like her start the cops i would love to see i'd love to see republic city be built i know you're like you just said it would get old and repetitive but even if it was like a mini series or like a movie or something like maybe not all of it but just how republic city came to fully be because they they didn't gloss over it but i mean in the intro they're like my dad or is like my father which is fine but it was interesting, like, um, seeing Aang, like, take away the, um, Amon's father. They took, he took away mm-hmm. his bending and stuff. I thought, like, that bit that we saw, it was interesting. But I also might have been a little biased because I was like, it's 40-year-old Aang and it's, like, 30-something-year-old uh, or 38-year-old Toph and it's Sokka when he's, like, 36 or something. Or it, It's great. I love it. It's awesome. I don't know how old they are. But, uh, like, I love it. I thought it was so cool um, to see that stuff. But I don't know. May- yeah, maybe a miniseries. I don't think I could stay there long. I think it's just the thing of um, of me... The nostalgia is going to kind of run thin. I would only want to see them as adults. I'd only want to see either The Promise as like a movie. 
because the promise is how like they actually named and like got Republic City, and then I'd like to see them as adults fully forming. I know what there Republic are City a lot is. of people that want to see just the, a series of the adult gang. I would love that. Nothing. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. I don't need four or three seasons, a mini series, a couple movies, just something to kind of show like them being adults and honestly what the hell happened to Sokka (laughs) I want to know what happened to my man (laughs) um I think the only thing in that that I'd be interested in is just seeing um the failings of them because we we see Aang is a bad father and Toph is a bad mother which is such an interesting it is interesting I would be interested in seeing that stuff because it's it's interesting it's it's not expected and I'll admit that would be interesting. That being said, we are kind of told a lot for Aang's side of the story. Yeah. We don't, or I haven't really gotten anything on Toph's side of the story of why she was a bad mother. Um, but maybe they do. I don't know. Have you seen the backstory of what happened? No, not, not really. At all? I like just met Sue. So okay, no. so you, you literally haven't. Okay. Once you get there, I'm really curious what you have to say. Okay. So yeah, like... So they did seem to build off of it. But yeah, I would kind of like to see that kind of stuff. And Toph wasn't really a bad mom. She seems like a bad mom. I stand by she isn't, but I'm curious what your point of view is after you all have to watch it. Anyways, Um, um, is there anything else that you want to talk about or should we move on to watching, listening, tasting? Let's go to watching, listening, tasting. What I is, feel like what is what is the official name of that shit, of this segment? I like it. Watching, listening, and tasting. Well, I think it changes every time. I think there's a reading. We I'll I'll sometimes yeah, add, you'll reading. add reading. I like watching, listening, and tasting. Though I'll take listening out sometimes. Though it'll be like watch and read and taste it. I, I just kind of change it around. I think as long as watching and tasting's in it, it's a fun time. I do put. I make sure to have those. <laughs> um. So I finally got Alyssa to start Loki. So we're watching that. I forgot how much oh, I love right. that show. Ugh. Yeah. Well, because I was like, you have to watch it for it. No way home, because I have no idea if it's going to take place in it, but it might, because it's a huge part of like what's happening right now. Hot so, take. I think it's my least favorite uh, Marvel show. Uh, it's probably my favorite. I think it's my least favorite. One Division is my favorite. Our well, it's Hawkeye, but again, biased reasons. Mm-hmm. Just on pure quality, I think it's One Division. I think, I think objectively, Falcon Winter Soldier is the best. Oh really? I stand. I thought you were going to say worst. No, I think it's the best one. I think it has the best plot. I think it has the like most developed like beginning to end. And I think it has a complete story. One division didn't feel completely feel complete. Like there's definitely more to come after credit scene, obviously, which is fine. I didn't hate it. Um, Loki literally was like season two, which was fine. It's my favorite, like, biasedly. The Um, whole point of What If was cliffhangers. Yes, which is fine. Um, I think What If's probably the weakest. A few episodes were hit or miss for me. That's fair. Um, I think Hawkeye's probably going to become my favorite, though. Really? I'll stand on that. From you, that's awesome, because that's, like, a genuine thing. Yeah, because I don't know shit about him. So this is all fresh. He's such a cool character, man. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I swear, after this, you are reading the Hawkeye comic. because I want to. Because I'll tell you what, it's better. I love this show. The comic is better, like by far much more. And I'm so excited. You're going to read it. Brandon's going to read it. Um, I don't think Jamie is interested, but I'm just going to like tape his eyes open and make him read it. Um, all of my friends are reading it. So that's fine. I think it's good. I think I, I'm really enjoying this. I think Haley Steinfeld's going to save it for me. Um, 
Are you ready for new Avengers? I'm asking that saying. You mean for the Young Avengers? Yeah. Or the new Avengers? There's a difference. Either. Yes. I'm excited for both. I know I there's hope... a difference in the comics, but right now in the MCU, it could be this either Speaking or. Speaking of new Avengers, I want to talk about the freaking stunt that Tom Holland pulled. This That's man, right. Let me let me get into this real we quick. We never got into that. No, That's, but I forgot. L- I, it's fine. I remembered, Brad. Oh, oh, let yeah. me let me rant. He went. Man, you got up back to the point on something I didn't even necessarily want to get back to the point on. <laughs> this man went to Sony and Disney and went. Now this isn't said, but this is what I think happened. And went. I want Tony Stark money. <laughs> that is absolutely true. And here's what they went. They went, I want Tony he, Stark he money. He went. I want Robert Downey Jr. pay. And they because he's like because I am the front runner. When your saga ended and you started a new one, you put me first. I know how important I am to this. And he went. I want it, or this is my last movie. And they went. Fine. It'll be your last movie. This is too much work, anyways. <laughs> and then he's talking about how he's gonna help the next Spider-Man, and how he's so ex- like he's so tired of it. He put in a magazine. He all kinds of stuff. And then, then December nineteenth hits, twelve a.m. And then the tickets sell out. The site crashes for five hours. It's a horrible time. Next morning. Tom Holland said he's going to do three more Spider-Man movies. They went, we'll pay you, we'll pay you, we'll pay you. I'm telling you right now. And he went, it's what I thought. And then he (laughs) agreed. That is exactly what Uh, happened. They got him to sign a five-movie contract, I believe, if I read that correctly. I've just heard it's a new trilogy. It's a new trilogy, but he's also going to be in Avenger movies. Okay, that's fair. So it's a five or six-movie contract. He's the only main character in three, but... Okay, that's um, fair. And so I am pumped because he's staying. I'm going to be honest. I was going to lose a lot of interest in the Spider-Man franchise after this movie. I mean, look, I um, I think it is a good thing. I'm interested to see him in his college years. I think Spider-Man like has such a long story that three movies isn't enough because he's still in high school in this mm-hmm. one. I I think college years is interesting. I think even him out of college is interesting. Uh, the stuff that they do with that, they could do with that. I think it's interesting. He's got such a big rogues gallery that three movies isn't really enough. I mean, even this movie, which, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they were thinking this is the last movie, and that's why they made such a rush for the Sinister Six that they were pulling from other universes. But, yeah, I think you absolutely could be right, and it could be a good thing. That being said, if I was Kevin Feige and he said, and Tom Holland said that to me, I'd go, I'd go to Amy Pascoe, and I'm like, let's do Miles. Let's just do Miles. And it would have worked and been totally fine. I think that's a hot take. I think he is bold to think that he has to be in it. I don't think he thinks he has to be in it. I no, think he I was think just he like, does. I'm going to go do better things if you're not going to give me the, the pay I deserve. Which, no offense, he deserved it. I think he deserves it. He's a new front runner. If he's making Robert Downey Jr. money, uh, no. I don't think he's actually making Robert Downey Jr. money, but I definitely think he asked for a hell of a pay raise. Yeah, I think he does deserve a pay raise, uh, but... He deserves front-runner pay. I stand. Yep. I I don't know if that's Robert Downey Jr. I I don't know if that... I I think think if you think about the story, he is very bold to think that he is that valuable because, dead ass, I would just go, all right, let's do Miles. Black Panther worked out great. This is obviously a character that people love. Let's do Miles. You're not that important to us. Miles Morales did great in the Ultimate Universe. We killed that, Peter. We'll kill you. Like, it's... I think that's very bold of him to do that. I think it was bold, but I think asking for a pay raise was completely fair. I I don't even blame him. I think he got... I think whatever they gave him, he deserved. But that being said, 
again, we're speculating. This may or may yeah, not have happened. Not sure this might happened. just be a marketing just ploy a to get them to pe- for people to buy more tickets stuff to it the movie. It probably was at the same. It was probably yeah. both. Let's but, um, what was I? What was Sorry. my point? Um, but how he was bold. He was bold. Yeah, I don't. I've already forgotten the point. It's fine. Um, I don't. I don't know the situation that it went down in, but I think it's. This is a good thing. We're gonna see more from Peter. I still think they could kill him off in the future. Whenever it's time for Miles, whenever they're ready to do Miles, um, I would love if he trained the next Miles like he did in the video games. He could do that in the video game. I think that'd be a great. I'm send-off. down for either way though, because I think there there is something to be said about like. Uh, Miles having to learn because Peter died and like just kind of being thrown into it. I'd be and okay I think if he that's... died, but I still hope that he like starts his training. I think that'd be cool. I don't care and different. either way. That's fair. I don't care if he dies. I like mean, as, I'm watching either way. Like into the Spider Verse. I don't care if he just finds out about Miles and he's like, "You're like me," and then gets a spear through the head. Like I don't. It doesn't matter to me what I time how he does. Dark that, I, that was a, just an example. That, I know, and that would not be how they do it. But, I know. Um, no, like I don't care at what point he dies f- for them to introduce Miles, or if they don't kill him at all. I just want to see Miles Morales. That's fair. I think he's coming. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's definitely on his way. I mean, they wouldn't have mentioned him in Homecoming if they weren't doing him. Yeah. So, um. I'm ready for the Avengers though. I'm ready for the new Avengers. I'm ready for the young Avengers. I want to see Haley Steinfeld and Spider-Man and Iron and uh, Ironheart and Miss Marvel. I want to see all of that. Well, I think it's going to be a different team though. So it's the thing of like, Spider-Man is not going to be on the young Avengers. He's totally going to be on the young Avengers. Not He's going to be leading it. No. He's going to be leading it. He's on the new. He's 18. He's on the new Avengers. He's 18. He's on the new Avengers. I disagree. He is not on the young Avengers. Miles would be we've had this conversation before Miles is on the Young Avengers I'm not saying he's gonna stay in it but I think he's gonna create the team and then leave it no he's on the new Avengers Sam is leading the new Avengers so you think Sam's gonna be leader I definitely think Sam's absolutely okay hold on hold on let me let me backtrack I definitely think Sam's gonna be the leader of the new Avengers but I also think Spider-Man's gonna be the leader of the young one while that's happening no okay I feel like Peter isn't He's never been a leader. I don't think that's his character. That's fair. So I think he, in the comics, it's the case where he's on the Avengers, but that's not like something he's. No, he's your everyday neighborhood Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's he helps thing. out with the Avengers when he can, but he doesn't even necessarily go like, "Oh yeah, I'm an Avenger. I'm really a part of this team. I care about it so much." He's more just like, "I'm helping out, and you guys help, and that but you do MCU, guys do good." Spider-Man is very different. MCU Spider-Man is just a nerd for the Avengers. He's still not a leader. That's He'll fair. be on the new Avengers. I think he could be, though. He'll be a member of the new Avengers, and he's ha- going to have nothing to do with the young Avengers, except Miles will probably be on the young Avengers. I can agree Miles is definitely going to be on the young Avengers when he comes Absolutely. in. Absolutely. It'd be a perfect thing to do. Absolutely. What, what missions do the young Avengers deal with? They deal with a lot of... Um, like I've, I guess Avengers style. Um, like, do they face like threats. Thanos level threats, or because like if they're if facing a, Thanos, if, what are the real the new Avengers doing? I think it's just a location thing. That makes sense. I think it's just like two bases set up. They're different in different it's areas. Like the and then right it's, now, where it's like no one's helping Wanda, and no one's yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just the thing of like 
if there's a situation near the young Avengers, they do it. If there's a situation near the, the new Avengers, they do it. If it's a world-ending crisis, then they come together. <laughs> That's okay. every, and it's all hands on deck. So it's kind of just whatever situation falls into their lap, in a way. Yeah. In a creative way, hopefully. No, it would be cool, okay. but they would never do it. What? Young Avengers versus Dark Avengers. I would. They're definitely building the Dark Avengers, though. But they're going to pit them against the new of Avengers. Course. But, that, it, Which, but against Young would be interesting. Which do you think Elena's actually going to be on the Dark Avengers? Because I don't think she might. I don't think she's going to end up hating Hawkeye by the end of the show. I think she's going to be on his side. Well, she's probably going to be the Black Widow character of well, she. Yeah. Well, of she switches teams to the regular Avengers. She's going to be on both teams because Black Widows always defect. That's fair. <laughs> so that's I'm intrigued. Probably what's I'm very happen. intrigued, but I love that like you can kind of see where the whole MCU is going, but at the same time have you have no, no clue. idea because you got like Shang Chi and in credit scene, then you got in credit scenes on Eternals, and you got them finding them in space. Like everything is just everywhere, and I love that they have one thing going, but then at the same time they just have this bigger scape I'm happening so that we're not that we have no idea about yet yeah. i feel like they're setting up for something for like like i feel like they're setting up for like age of ultron type of level and then everything happening outside with want with wando with um eternals and shang chi i think that is going to come into play at the very end and be like the whatever saga this might be i'm not sure what saga it's going to be but we got off track we were doing watching listening tasting <laughs> Oh yeah, I said Loki and we off track. Okay. Back to the point. Um, I've been watching Loki with Alyssa. Um, what else did I watch? I saw an early screening of Sing Two. Oh really? It was even better than the first. Haven't seen it. You should. It's fun. Eh. It's just fun. I'm, I'm not sure gonna. It is fun. It's more like for the musical theater nerds. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a musical theater and nerd, that's so fair, that's probably not gonna be. Pops, man. It sounds like I've seen the trailer and it looked interesting. It's cute. It's worth like yeah. if when it's out like on DVD or on a streaming service. 10 out of 10, you should watch it. Don't go to theater if you're not really into it, though. Good job. Very Um, professional. I try. Um, What else? I've been watching Cowboy Bebop. I'm three-fourths of the way. I've been watching Cowboy Bebop, the live-action show. It's a little slow. I'm not going to lie. It is. That's the whole why show, which is fine. Which is why it's a bit harder for me to get through. Same. That's why I've been so slow about it. Well, also, Brilliant Diamond. I've been playing that yeah. a lot. But um, it's it's kind of slow. And it's not bad. I love it. Um, but, like, I didn't like Solo. Like, the movie... Didn't really care for it. I thought it was boring. And like, Kobe was more interesting than that. The characters are very cool. The characters they carry are very the cool. Show. Jet's arc about being an ex-cop. Um, Spike's arc about whatever the hell he went through. I don't know yet. And then, uh, I don't know how far you are, but Faye's arc about the whole hospital wake-up thing. That's all I'm going to tell you, in case you aren't that far. I actually only know about that because of the new show. Okay, yeah, well, like, the whole, like, she's from the past. Yeah. Insane. They carry the show. Finn, or Ayn. Ayn is so stinking cute. <laughs> Have, is Edward in the live action? Uh, Crazy Ed or something? Yeah. Uh, he is, but... It's a girl. I don't know if they, they're not gender swapped it, but it's a girl on the show. Oh, uh, it's a girl on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be bad if they gender swapped it to the other way, I think. Um, but no, it's, it. yeah, I think it's a girl. I mean, I haven't actually seen her yet, but... But is she in it? Yes, I've seen photos of like okay. the actress. I'm excited for it. I, I think I'm going to like the live action a little more. It's been really interesting and really fun. Um, I love the actors in it. I think they're doing such a great job. And yeah, it is it is quicker, which is nice. nice. I like that I don't 
want to binge it though. Cause I feel like when I binge shows, I don't take it all in where I feel like I'm taking a lot more in with Cowboy Bebop because I'm watching it slowly. I was fine with binging Cowboy Bebop. I just, I, um, I got distracted by a couple other things. That's fair. So it, and that usually happens, I guess when I binge, I don't know for binging it, Binging is nice for many series types of things, which I guess this would count as since yeah. it's one season. The anime is. I think that's going to go on, though. I that think that live action is definitely going to go on. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, But it's it's really good. Man, the music is great. The music's fucking bangers, man. It's so good. Oh, my God. The music and the characters carry the show. I. The the And I know it's the first episode of the, the live action. That theme is the best theme of the ever No. Three, um, two, one, let's jam. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the red eye episode, the very first episode of both series, the red eye episode. Yeah. 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 Oh, classic. It came out of nowhere. I had no idea what I was getting myself into Really? when I started. I, all I knew was it was like Han Solo S type of thing. Han Solo esque. Um, but like not with a prophecy, but it's, yeah, I know. I think it's I, just more science. You, you, you had texted me. It's kind of like Han Solo at, or it reminds me of Han Solo. And I was like, yeah, like Han Solo, if he didn't get into that prophecy mm-hmm. crap, <laughs> which I like, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Um, it's, it's really, it is great that, um, yeah, that episode is, it's very fun. The red eye episode. And it's, then it like, it ends so sadly. Yes, it does. I love that Spike is such a good person. Like, yes, he's a bounty hunter, and yes, like, they their moral code is a little wonky. So far from me. Spike <laughs> is a great guy, though. Yeah, like, he, he at least wants to be. Yeah, I've just been uh, watching. <laughs> so I got a projector for yes, my yes, room. Yes. It looked cool as hell, by the way. I It's been great. I wanted it for my birthday. Birthday was recently. And um, my mom got it for me, and I've been watching just anime on my um ceiling which has been so fun and so cool and why doesn't everyone do this um i want to jamie also set one up yeah he started it honestly we watched he doesn't do it on a ceiling though no he does on a wall but he does but yeah we were watching i was like i kind of want a projector now and uh because i I could do it on the ceiling yeah and then you texted me and you're like what projector is that? <laughs> well, because I've been looking into it, and I want one with 1080 HP or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a big thing for me. Get one that can, um... Oh, what is it? Because I have to, like, hook mine up to my uh, laptop. Get one that can run on its own. Kind of run with, on like, its own. Or I have to do, like, a... Oh, that would be nice. Or I have I have to do screen mirroring on my phone or something like that. But, yeah, I've been doing... I'm going to use a Fire Stick or Fire Cube or something. Yeah. Probably a Fire if Cube. If that works, which I guess it would. It works on Jamie's. Oh, great. That's what he does. I'm going to get a Fire Cube Maybe and just I'll plug it that. into it I so know. I can have Alexa do it all for Yeah, that'd be nice. But um, it's just been so fun. I've been watching My Hero Academia. God, that show is good. I, that's next, man. I'm in an anime mood. Yeah. I'm going to hit it while, I'm, while it's hot. Yeah. Uh, this... The t- fandom for My Hero Academia toxic, toxic. as hell. I've toxic heard, as that's hell. That's the main reason the I haven't show watched it. Is good, like the show, and it's like, isn't it just Sky High? Maybe. But like a lot more complex. But Sky High is good. <laughs> Sky, High, Sky High is great. Yeah, it is good. It's the second best Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> I'll bring it back on this topic. <laughs> but but before I get into that, let's not get into that today. Let's not do that. Um, but uh, yeah, so it looks like Sky High just bigger kind of but it's it for me it really is like my two favorite things it's anime and superheroes yeah like i you can't go wrong for me and just 
So I think my favorite thing about animes is the satisfaction that comes with it. Whenever something pays off, man, does it pay off. Like, it's so awesome. And this show delivers on that sort of stuff. There's so many times where you're just invested in the story and you're so emotional in it. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. And it's been so fun. I've been watching that. I've been watching Legend of Korra, obviously. Um Oh, what else have I been watching? I watched Pan's Labyrinth um, recently. That looks wild. It, it's a bit of a wild movie, but it's actually, it's not as wild as it seems. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. The The like underlying message of it is basically like when you're a kid and life is changing and you don't know why. And just like how... Um, kids perceive those changes and it's really interesting it's really cool i'm gonna show it to my nephew um sorry if you're listening to this if you and you're like wait a minute isn't that like a horror movie it's not it looks terrifying I'll, i'll admit there are some horrifying creatures in this that are like creative and terrifying but no it's not a horror movie you spend most of it in the real world with like some moments of fantastical elements but it's really interesting and it's really good um okay a lot of people i didn't watch this when i was a kid um or a teenager but a lot of people did whenever it came out and this movie has stuck with them like they still will go back to this movie and it's like it made it a cult classic Mm -hmm. and so i do recommend it but even though that being said i don't think it will have the same effect on you and me as it did for the people who watched it at the right time at their age that's why i'm showing it to my nephew that's fair um so it's just but it was really good and i'm really interested in like what else guillermo del toro has done except for the hellboy films which i love the originals yeah good they're so good i actually like the new one too i haven't seen the new one oh okay i haven't heard good or bad I've heard, actually, I've heard oh, both. I've heard bad. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it. Hellboy is also someone that's just supposed to be like fun. And I feel like people just can't enjoy yeah, fun sometimes. That's not always true for Hellboy. That's true. I, it was for me. I haven't watched this since I was too young to be watching I'm it. I'm also talking about so, the comics. Oh, I'm talking about the movies. Oh, yeah. Those movies are fun. Um, Ron Perlman's great. <laughs> but um, there is some bad stuff in that newest one. But I, I like it, too. That's fair. But... Um, yeah, I'm interested in what Guillermo del Toro has been doing. I need to, but besides that, I haven't really been watching too much. I need to get through more of my Criterion Collection stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. I may have bought like 14 movies in one sitting a while ago. Was it Black Friday? No, this was like June. Oh, I'm asking for like 10 for Christmas, so we'll see where that goes. I may have spent quite a bit of money. On Black Friday, I got... um. Scott Pilgrim and 4K Ultra HD uh, and the Joker, which I know you have a horrible opinion on, but um, we haven't even really gotten into that yet, and we're not today. I um, tried to do it in our real lives, and you were like, "No, <laughs> this is for the podcast." <laughs> um, but and I bought both of those on 4K Ultra HD for myself, and this shirt, which Don't I really, do really love, and it's just a picture of a demon with wings talking to a child. It's the and devil a, consulting. A is children. it the devil or just I a think demon? It's a devil. It has horns. It's a devil. I think demons have horns, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think it's a devil concern. But he's talking to a kid and I guess saying, don't do drugs. But it's great. And then I bought myself the um, Spider-Man uh, zombie hunting pop figure. Oh, Very happy right. with that yeah. purchase. And you bought... You every- something. 
Oh, well, right. I don't know what that is. For your birthday and Christmas. Thank you. Uh, but you also bought everyone, well, we paid, but you bought everyone's ticket for Spider-Man yep. No Way Home, and we're doing that, and I'm so excited. Very pumped. So. Um, we're, we are separated. I have three of us. I did the middle. Damn it! No, it's Sorry. fine. Yeah, it was the only way we could get decent Who seats. Who am I sitting with? Your friends. Mac and um. Oh, Ryan. Fair. Is that his name? Her. Her. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought it. I haven't actually like. Alyssa's not coming because she's working tens. I just didn't know because I was like, I will be the person in the movie going like, shut up, and watch and don't talk. I'll handle the boys. Yeah. Jamie and Brandon do that. They do that constantly. Yep. 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 Me and Alyssa do, but we whisper. You can't hear us. Well, I don't do it at all during movie theaters. If it's at home, then, you know, That's even though sometimes I will be like, I just want to watch this. Um, That's fair. But if it's my dad, my dad at any movie that we watch at home or in the movie theater, he will just lean over to me at any point and make a joke in reference to it. And sometimes it's fun if we're watching like Blazing Saddles. That's fun. Um, but if we're watching like a movie that. I haven't seen before that I'm really interested in. I that's the only time I will go shut up. Fair. <laughs> so yeah, that's fun. All right. Well, I think that is it. I think today. that is it for today's awesome. episode. Uh, so should we do our plugs? We have plugs. We have plugs. Like our Instagrams and. Oh yeah. Um, mine is plutonic dot Seth. I'm gonna change that soon now. Um, <laughs> at, at Instagram, it's spelled like the planet because Pluto is a planet. Um, and then Brad. I am bombastic Brad one on Instagram. Uh, if you want to see the outfit I'm wearing because it's very pretentious, I'll post it on there along with a picture of us in the room because we should probably do that. We should. We'll do that next time. Or now. We can do it now. We can do it now. That's fine. So yeah. Um, set my phone up over there or something. All right. Well, this has been Back to the Point with Seth and Brad. See, See you guys, guys next, next time. week.